Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. Give me your heart, give me your song, sing it with all your might. Come to the fountain and you can be satisfied. There is a peace, there is a love, you can get lost inside. Come to the fountain and let me hear you testify into the wild.
This is Vince, Vincent Corbett facing up to phase three. A shout out to the refuge as a whole. How the ministry has changed my life. I de- developed skills like being committed to God, a relationship with others. We must know that um, this world belongs to our God. We must continue to change as mighty man of God. I love you guys, the workers, the volunteers, the people who donate with a helping hand. God bless you all. Go out and make disciples, all nations. I love you. Bye. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable broken live or die so speak February 2nd, 
And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 1 through 33. We'll see that his enemies questioned Jesus, hoping to get him in trouble with Rome. After Passover, they could have him arrested and tried. But how can mortal man question God and hope to win? What arrogance and what ignorance! Jesus asked the key question, Who is your Lord? If Jesus Christ is your Lord, the other questions pose no problem. You'll be a good citizen. You'll not worry about the hereafter, and you will love God and your neighbor. People who like to argue usually lack humility and need to submit to Christ. Although it is good to ponder the great questions of life, it is also good to admit our ignorance, and just to worship Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. February 2nd, Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 33. Jesus told them, the leading priests and Pharisees, several other stories to illustrate the kingdom. He said, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. Many guests were invited, and when the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to notify everyone that it was time to come, but they all refused. So he sent other servants to tell them, The feast has been prepared, and choice meats have been cooked. Everything is ready. Hurry! But the guests he had invited ignored them and went about their business, one to his farm, another to his store. Others seized his messengers and treated them shamefully, even killing some of them. Then the king became furious. He sent out his army to destroy the murderers and burn their city. And he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, and the guests I invited aren't worthy of the honor. Now go out to the street corners and invite everyone you see. So the servants brought in everyone they could find, good and bad alike, and the banquet hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he noticed a man who wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. Friend, he asked, how is it that you are here without wedding clothes? And the man had no reply. Then the king said to his aides, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him out into the outer darkness, where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees met together to think of a way to trap Jesus into saying something for which they could accuse him. They decided to send some of their disciples, along with the supporters of Herod, to ask him this question. Teacher, we know how honest you are. You teach about the way of God, regardless of the consequences. You are impartial and don't play favorites. Now, tell us what you think about this. Is it right to pay taxes to the Roman government or not? But Jesus knew their evil motives. You hypocrites, he said. Whom are you trying to fool with your trick questions? Here, show me the Roman coin used for the tax. When they handed him the coin, he asked, Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, 
Give to Caesar what belongs to him. But everything that belongs to God must be given to God. His reply amazed them, and they went away. That same day, some Sadducees stepped forward, a group of Jews who say there is no resurrection after death. They posed this question. Teacher, Moses said if a man dies without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will be the brother's heir. Well, there were seven brothers. The oldest married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow. This brother also died without children. And the wife was married to the next brother, and so on until she had been the wife of each of them. And then she also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For she was the wife of all seven of them. Jesus replied, Your problem is that you don't know the Scriptures, and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they won't be married. They will be like the angels in heaven. But now, as to whether there will be a resurrection of the dead, haven't you ever read about this in the Scriptures? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead. When the crowds heard him, they were impressed with his teaching.
27, verses 1 through 6. What makes you afraid? Darkness? But the Lord is your light. Danger? He is also your salvation. Deficiency? He is your strength. Then why be afraid? See what He does for you. God saves you. Because He was not a priest, David could not actually go into the tabernacle. But he could still rest in the Lord and trust Him as His refuge. The New Testament equivalent for this is, Abide in Me. In Him is perfect safety. Psalm 27, verses 1-6, through 6, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord protects me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to destroy me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will know no fear. Even if they attack me, I remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord... The thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in His temple. For He will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in His sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me, at his tabernacle I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 26. My son, obey your father's commands, and don't neglect your mother's teaching. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. Wherever you walk, their counsel can lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up in the morning, they will advise you. For these commands and this teaching are a lamp to light the way ahead of you. The correction of discipline is the way to life. These commands and this teaching will keep you from the immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of an adulterous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coyness seduce you, for a prostitute will bring you to poverty, and sleeping with another man's wife may cost you your very life.
scarce can take it in That on the cross My burden gladly buried He bled and died To take away my sin Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee How great Thou shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow in humble adoration I'll do it for Transformation Radio from the Braille House. Everybody have a blessed day.